CNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. we kind of been slacking on the shout-outs. If you want to send in some shout-outs, glad to hear them at 877-881-1053. But also, Corey, you brought us this news earlier in the week, and it really upset me then, is Stephen and Jerry both essentially saying there's no loss of confidence in Dak Prescott than the idea that he could be the quarterback here for the next 10 years. I, like, I'm not surprised by any of that. What bothered me is Jerry Jones said, no, the reason to be excited for next year in the future is Dak Prescott. And I think that's a weird selling point for the season as opposed to many different options. So I'm asking you guys, you're selling the 2023 season. What are you selling and how far down the list till you get to Dak? I mean, I actually, the, it might be pretty high up on the list, higher than you think. Okay. Uh, because there is, I think that, and I was listening to Broadus talk a little bit this morning uh, when he was on with Sean and RJ and Bobby, and he was saying that everything that came out of Senior Bowl told them that they had not decided some things on personnel. Is that what you were saying, Broadus? Absolutely. It, they haven't had that meeting yet. Yeah. So so that kind of helps me uh, understand a little more of where Jerry is in that. I think one of the things that is kind of exciting is whoever the play caller will be, how quickly they can get on the same page, and can they be better than they than he and Kellen Moore were. I, that's that's where that's where I can get excited, but I think it would be in the top five, but I don't think it's number one at all. Here's how I agree with Jerry Jones on selling Dak, but he wouldn't say it this way. We're not in the AFC. We'd have to get a different quarterback. If Dak was in the AFC, he's not good enough and never will be. He cannot compete sure. with Patrick sure, Mahomes sure, and sure. Josh Allen and Herbert and, and Trevor Lawrence. And even if you even look at Lamar Jackson, I think that's where Baltimore is going, crap. They have a good quarterback, but he's just – there's five guys. Yeah. And I, I didn't mention Joe Burrow. Like, there's five guys that are just the future Hall of Fame quarterbacks of the NFL are all in the AFC. It appears but, that way for but sure. But selling Dak yeah. – I'm selling Dak against, I guess, Trey Lance, against okay. Jalen Hurts, who, look, right now Jalen Hurts is better than Dak Prescott. He yep. kind of this year has jumped over Dak Prescott. But Aaron Rodgers has a pretty crappy team in Green Bay. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's nothing right now in the South. I mean, if, if uh, Tom Brady's done and, and yeah. he's not coming back and he even struggled at the end when you killed him in the playoffs, like I was listening the other day to G bag when they did ranking the playoff losers and they had Tampa ahead of the Cowboys. And I was like, what, Oh, what with what? But I just think Dak Prescott and Jalen hurts are the two best quarterbacks in the NFC. Now they are in the same division, which kind of stinks for you a little bit, but the NFC quarterbacks are average and maybe a little bit above average, but there's not a good quarterback crop in the NFC. So maybe selling Dak is, hey, Dak still is, he might be the ninth best quarterback in the NFL, but that makes him the second best quarterback in the NFC. He sells Parsons is what he does. Yes. And the fact that Dan Quinn didn't leave. Those that's are two of my three. I have one other, but yeah, you're spot on. That's, I think, the first thing. I think in the second thing he sells is, listen, we've got a young team. We've got the emergence we've proved. And I know that everybody is on me about we moved on from Amari Cooper, whether you liked it or not. I think that you saw by hit by CeeDee Lamb getting more opportunities, and he got a lot of targets this year, that you see this is a, a bona fide first a number one wide receiver. And there's number three is yeah. brought us. I'm not kidding you in order. Mine were Micah Parsons, CeeDee Lamb, the return of Dan Quinn. Like yeah. those mm. all seem more exciting. You're just wrong. 
Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm counter, you can counterpoint just one second. Is Micah Parsons going to be second defensive player of the year for, I believe, the second straight year? CeeDee Lamb has now emerged to be a bona fide one, and he was second team all pro. And then everybody loves Dan Quinn, and it looked like he wasn't going to make it through a second coaching cycle well, without being picked up. If he, you if you really believe it, too, though, I mean, you could also sell the fact that you have a, that Mike McCarthy is going to call the plays. Now, you sell it as a way, like, Okay, for all you that kind of want to see maybe Dak a different play call right. and all that, the head coach is going to take over the play calling. That that could be something else that you could you could sell that if you're if you want to see if Dak can, uh, and I hate the word develop. I mean, develop is the right way. Evaluates the word I hate the most because I because he's we're in the year we're eight. too far. We're way too, too far. far. Yeah. You know, you're evaluating Tyler Smith. Yeah, is what you're doing. You know, you're evaluating him. But yeah. Dak Prescott, you're trying to fix in a way of, and I mean fix in a way of the 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 mistakes, yep. you know, the interceptions and things like that. You know, maybe you could help Dak too with his understanding of the game as far as what he's seen. Maybe Mike McCarthy can help him with that. The uh, Mike, I think, is the consensus number one to sell. Sure, like the the dude's personality on and off the field. There's all sorts of things about him. That big are, Eagles fan. Uh, the only correct <laughs> number two, though. I like the Eagles too. Brodus, what did you have what? at number two? Well, Don Henley and and oh, and, oh the big, band. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Hell freeze is over. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Absolutely. Uh, what did you say was number two, Brodus? I had number two was Dan, Dan, with Dan Quinn. Okay, both of those are incorrect. The next thing to sell is the draft pick. Whoever the number one draft pick is for them, that's the that's what that's what the Cowboys thrive on. All right, like, that is the correct answer. It, that is the correct. Okay. I, I appreciate well, y'all's lists. Okay, well, would you sell? Would you consider what Jerry said about the maybe opening things up with the checkbooks and stuff like that? Because Jerry was kind of talking about. I kind of I kind of see what the last two years have done with the Rams and then also with the Eagles. I could see going out and get. I could see how somebody would like to do that. And if I feel like that's what we need to do, we'll do. At least, at least he's admitting that these other teams might do it differently than what he does. That he's open to the idea. Maybe yeah. sell fans that hey, this is Stephen Jones always says this is twenty four seven job. Well, okay, if you do things like that, it really, really is a twenty four seven job. Yeah, no, using that, I, I think we call it the third arm. That's their the third arm they don't oh, use. Harden? No, I'm sorry. Hold on. I call that uh, I call that something different. But the, I hear no, it's you. the third arm of the law or uh-huh. something like that. They they don't use mm-hmm. it enough. They you know they use it for you know every once in a while. Never mind, Corey. I'm usually there for you. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure I'm familiar with that phrasing. But yeah, no, like I think that that's the the Cowboys. How what's what are you going to be excited about going into next season? You're going to be excited about Micah. And whoever yeah. the pick is, it doesn't matter. Even Tyler Smith, people were like, oh, man, the possibilities with Tyler Smith. We were excited about that. So that is a reality. CeeDee Lamb is is third for me, then Quinn, then Dak and the new coordinator. But I could also bump that out and put Diggs and Bland ahead of Dak Prescott what, and the new coordinator. What pick would make you excited about the Dallas Cowboys? Not the player, just the position. Ooh. I have to change my answer then because I had a very specific player in mind that I know yeah. is risky, but um, the position you say, yeah, just give me a position. If if you're a cow, if you're Jerry Jones, and like to your point, you're selling. Hey, we're we're picking here at twenty six, but we kind of feel like there's a guy there, and they're always going to say that. But if they drafted this particular Edge. position, this would make you feel really, really good about their chances. Edge, 
Um, Cornerback or receiver? Linebacker actually is something that I'm interested mm-hmm. in still because I don't know what their decision with LVE is, and I don't know how do, how much they think Clark progressed this year. And not enough. The way you're working with Micah, yeah. you need now. It's he's not a linebacker anymore. Use him more. Use him more. Go find another linebacker, and then that group is going to be a lot of fun. So I think still linebacker like for me. Simpson of Clemson, good player. I was looking at a mock draft. Okay, oh, all right. He's, he's right around that pick. Oh, is he right around if that you, pick? If you yeah. like a linebacker, at least yeah. that's the linebacker around that yeah, pick. Yeah, him, I was looking him, at that him, Drew Sanders kid Sanders, from Arkansas. Yeah, Sanders is a guy that you would, you would – Sanders has also got the ability to rush from Arkansas. Yeah. He's fast. He's fast, long, has yeah. a lot of really cool things that you like about him. So, like, that is that is a position I don't – cornerback I'm interested in, but they they I feel like they've – might force the Joseph and Wright thing a little more again one more mean? time. You didn't think that was awesome? I don't know, man. Oh, you're not, you don't think it's going to be awesome this year? You got Lewis coming back, so like you can hope on that. You got Blaine. You feel pretty good there. But, I do. But, but cornerbacks are like pitchers, starting pitchers, Mike, where you need a bunch of yeah. them to start a start and make it through a season. So that's where when it comes to cornerbacks, maybe another receiver. Maybe another receiver would be exciting too. Obviously, Bajon Robinson is the first. That's that, right. That, that's that's kind of where I was saying if you t- if you went out there and you drafted him at yep. 26, it's not like taking him at 4. It's like taking yeah. him at 26. You know, if your situation with the running backs is you've moved on from Zeke, you don't think you're going to get Pollard, Pollard done yeah. and you take a running back at 26, you can get this fan base excited, I believe. But, I, I agree, especially that specific spe- running back yeah. because the state knows him so well. Like, I know all the ha- the hype was on Quinn Ewers. The yeah. reason that team went anywhere was Bijan Robinson this year. Should uh, – ah, never mind. I, I want to ask this question, but it's, it's not – because of the way Dan Quinn does set up his defense, somebody just said Micah Parsons should be a 3-4 edge. But they run so many variants of defense. And I heard you being asked by Choppy this morning. Mm-hmm. Me and Kevin have had this conversation with you before. TCU kind of changed the way they approach defense. And this was this year was actually bad. But the the way they approach defense was we they're running a bunch of light guys out there that can run. Sure. So we have to be able to run a bunch of guys that can run out there too instead of saying, hey, we're going to be stuck in this 4-3 type defense. We have to be able to be flexible too. And I do wonder how much Dan Quinn looks at it and says, okay, i got to keep adjusting to this. Or if he's just like, no, we call what we call. Yeah, the thing about it is you've always got to be able to have personnel that can morph in and out of fronts. They got in trouble with the running game and what did they do. They they got better really, you know, if you, when, when Brown got hurt, they got better tacklers out there. I know with Diggs, it was a little bit of a struggle for him. But Wilson developed. Curse was banged up, but he did a nice job. They go out and they get Hankins. You know, they they did a much better job of playing the run after initially not looking very good at it. Would Kevin, would an excitement if they loaded up on offense in the draft this year, would that excite you? Would that, Or would you say, no, I, I want my defense to be even better? I mean, sure, I agree with that second part. <laughs> But if talent evaluations happen 24-7, why can't we do both? I think it's spring break. It feels it feels just easier. Always gets in the way. It feels Big easier yacht. to sell <laughs> offense than it does defense, right? Like we got you mentioned Hankins. I don't feel like people are like, oh my God. But if you got like a wide receiver who gave you about the same thing, think about how much freaking hype was on James Washington. And he's a guy. And then when Jonathan Hankins, people are like, who the hell is that? So mm-hmm. They draft Robinson in this draft. It, it turns into a C.D. Lamb situation yeah. where all of a sudden they're sitting there and Bijan Robinson's sitting on that board, and they look at themselves and they go, you know what, we can't pass this guy. 
but a lot has to do with what, so what, what what happens with the the running back situation. Yeah, no, absolutely. 